This book is about acts of courage and valor and the men who performed them. Few, if any, of the men described in this book consider themselves heroes. Among them, this accolade is reserved for those who made the ultimate sacrifice. Most of the veterans who contributed their stories to this book attempt to downplay their experiences and deeds. Nonetheless, it is important that their stories be told. For, as the great poet Pindar wrote, unsung, the noblest deed will die. The intent of the author is not to glamorize war or justify it, but rather to preserve the stories of heroism and sacrifice. Since the experience of war, the fighting, the dying, the surviving, is all but impossible to comprehend unless one has experienced it, those who may be called upon to take up arms in defense of the nation must have role models for proper behavior in war. As we begin our fifth year in the war against terror, we face a prolonged conflict that may test our national will as never before. There exists a possibility that a catastrophic attack will be launched against the U.S. homeland or against our deployed forces that will make the 9-11 attacks pale in comparison. The generation of men and women coming of age today face challenges not unlike those that confronted the much-heralded greatest generation. The heroic deeds, selfless sacrifice, and valor demonstrated by our fighting men in past wars provide necessary models for the youth of America as they assume responsibility for the nation's security. Sadly, the deeds of valor from our most prolonged conflict, the Vietnam War, remain mostly unreported and forgotten. Unlike the almost legendary stories of heroism that evolved from World War II, such as the Army Rangers' assault on the cliffs of Point Duoc or the Marines' capture of Iwo Jima, the number of stories emerging from the Vietnam War are few. The reasons are complex and rooted in the political and strategic miscalculations of that war. Perhaps the most odious reason is that the opponents of that war unjustly focused their anger and frustration with the conflict on those who fought it. Despite the fact that there were far more heroes than miscreants in the ranks, stories of atrocities and abuses far outnumbered the reports of American valor and sacrifice. Unfortunately, the anti-war movement's efforts to discredit the rank and file who fought the war was abetted by the media. Stories of atrocities and criminal conduct perpetrated by members of the armed forces, like airline crashes, are rare, but make front-page and prime-time news. A similar trend is beginning to emerge in Iraq and the War on Terror. Reports of prisoner abuse and other discreditable acts should be reported, but equal attention should be paid to the numerous individual and unit acts of valor and sacrifice. The latter far outnumber the former. Days of Valor covers a six-month slice of time during the Vietnam War from December 1967 through May of 1968. These months, which encompass both the Tet Offensive and the May Offensive of 1968, were the bloodiest months of the war for U.S. forces. Most of the book is focused on the infantry battalions of the 199th Light Infantry Brigade, as they struggled to disrupt the enemy's build-up and subsequent attacks on the strategic installations in and around Saigon, Benoit, and Long Bin. Though the author's experiences are included in the book, 
They are written in the third-person format. The book is not intended to be a personal memoir. There were many other U.S. units that played key roles in defeating these attacks, and similar acts of heroism and valor occurred in all of these units. The narrow focus of this book allows the author to tell the stories of the men who performed the deeds of valor through their own eyes and words. There is much to learn from the experiences of Vietnam combat veterans, and they deserve a chance to contribute to the history that is written about the Vietnam War.